1: To another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here. On TDN Radio. It is certainly a pleasure to be in your company once again for another episode of Untapped Potential. Uh, The weather here in McDonough, Georgia is absolutely beautiful. It has been very sunny for the last few days and it has been nice and chilly, not very windy. So we truly appreciate the beautiful weather we've been enjoying. So I hope that it's a beautiful day wherever you're joining us from. that your week is off to a wonderful start. Of course, a very special welcome to our regular listeners. And today we want to give a very special shout out to the TDN family, uh, Mr. Sam George and all the announcers, DJs and promoters of TDN Radio. So a special good evening to you and thank you for your support of this program. And of course, if you're interested in checking out all the wonderful programming that we offer here at TDN Radio, you can check out our schedule on the website tdnradio.net. So as always, we have a packed program for you today, and I am very excited to introduce you to this incredible young man out of Dominica. His name is Luciano Dupi, and he is from Portsmouth. And at only the age of 25, he has already accomplished quite a significant number of goals. So we look forward to hearing from Luciano as he tells us about his incredible journey. Yes, at the age of 25, (laughs) his incredible journey to a very prestigious position within the Caribbean. And then once we've had a chance to speak to, to Luciano, we'll spend some time just talking about youth development, an area that is very important to me and an area I'm sure is important to many of us because many of us have children. So we will spend some time just talking about youth development, what our young people may be experiencing right now, and just how we can help them to get through this very challenging time. So again, it is very, it is great to have you here on board for another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. And as you know, it is the carnival season in Dominica. So we're going to do our part here at TDN Radio, we have been doing an exceptional job of promoting the calypsos, the 2021 calypsos. So as with this program, we're going to do our part and promote our calypsos. So I want you to enjoy this one from Trinity, a song entitled, Open Borders. Now, keep in mind, <laughs> he's talking about the borders of Dominica. So I don't want anybody to misconstrue what he is saying, but a very interesting song and a very good calypso, in my opinion. So let's enjoy this one from Trinity, a song entitled, Open Borders, as we welcome Mr. Luciana Dupi to the program. And as always, this program is brought to you The kind compliments of Peregrine Care Management Company, a company right here in McDonough, Georgia, and we certainly appreciate their support. So enjoy this number from Trinity as we get ready to welcome Mr. Luciano Dupi to the program. This is Trinity breaking new open borders. Até agora Potential.
0: It's my honor, it's my honor. Good morning, and thank you for having me on the show as well.
1: Certainly. So, tell us who you are and what you do. Uh,
0: my name is Luciano Dupi. I'm 25 years old, uh, just a young man from the community of Lago Portsmouth, you know, way up in the north of Dominica. I would say I'm a volleyball player, semi pro. And I'm also a youth activist, encouraging young people seeing being sports or young people who are just ideal on the side of the road Mm -hmm. and need some assistance, some advice, that helping hand to get them through the day or through the week or through the month.
1: Yes, yeah, certainly, and that is wonderful. So we have a lot a lot to talk about in terms of youth development. So I'm certainly happy you're here because there are two areas I wanna to talk to you about. I wanna talk youth development. And as you know, this is a program about um, overcoming challenges to become successful. So we have very important things to talk about today. So just by way of introduction, what is your professional title right now?
0: Uh, By way of information, (laughs) Uh, the professional title right now is that I am the deputy chair of the Caribbean Young Democrats Union, where I'm in charge of youth training, outreach, and recruitment within the region for 10 member state islands, stemming from as far as Belize and all the way to Turks and Caicos, come down to the Lesser Antilles.
1: Wow so that that is a pretty impressive role for a twenty five year old if I might say so
0: uh, yes, it is, and i 'm currently on my third term, so I started somewhere there, about at the age of 20 23, wow, when I was first impressive. elected
1: mm-hmm. so so we we will definitely explore that a little bit more, but just tell us by way of um your when you were growing up, tell us uh, were you always interested in youth development? Um, what sparked your interest in youth development?
0: Uh, when I was growing up, I was, how should I say it? I was not one to be so vocal, so active. I was more of the quiet one because my mother had three boys, mm-hmm. um, the middle child. So my brother would always come over with his friends and I would rather do the homework for them rather than I like go outside and play. So I was always the quiet one to be more of a setback. But with time and progression, I have been subjected to what we call bullying in these Mm -hmm. days. And it somewhat built me, Uh, growing up again, I was made, how should I say it? I was brought into the idea of doing things within my community. So my grandfather, who is this is right now, he would always tell me that, you know, I need to go out there, I need to do what makes me happy. You know, if it's helping people, and I, had a, I have a passion for helping. So I would go out, help people in the gardens, and help in whatever way I can. And when I got to my teenager years, I was introduced to a secondary school, because it was not my first choice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I started the Seven Days Adventist, and then I was transferred to the Portsmouth Secondary, where at the Portsmouth Secondary, I was introduced to many leadership roles. One of which I loved the most was when I was made captain of a volleyball team in my first year of trying out for volleyball. Mm-hmm. And from there, it has just been leadership roles as in two years, president of the Kiwanis Club, PR of the Savings Club, a senator in student government, so as time progressed i progressed with time and kind of shifted myself with the help of some key individuals such as the teachers and some family members into leadership role and the leadership aspect of my life
1: mm-hmm very good very good so now tell us how you came up on the opportunity to be the let's see deputy chairman at the caribbean young democratic union first of all what is this organization
0: uh the caribbean young democrats union is a regional organization and the head of the organization is in jamaica Mm -hmm. the organization stems from london under the conservative who wants to see development among youth within the caribbean region as well as central america asia but we're dealing with the caribbean right now and the 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 aspect of the caribbean young democrat union is to get young people aware of their rights to empower young people and what i call it under my mandate it's building a prosperous future you know, building a, a youth fortress to get more young people into leadership positions. Let them exploit their opportunities that they have before them that they don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Let them show their skills that they have but they don't even know about. So we help to bring that out in, in the light so that they can stand out within their community and their country. Uh, my portfolio which as i said holds youth training outreach and recruitment it was not a portfolio that i wanted and when i was approached by someone in the person of mr rivier he told me that hey luciano there's a position at the caribbean young democrat union i believe you should run for it Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know the people, it's original it's position, how are they going to vote for me? And he was like, just give it a try. Knowing me, I, I like to take on the challenge. I choose my battles, that I would say. And I took that challenge and then I was stuck because I'm a young man who advocates for women's rights as well. And I don't stand for domestic violence and crime against women, and the two positions that was up is the vice chair who is in charge of youth training, outreach, and recruitment, and the vice chair who's in charge of women and minority. And I was weighing the pros and cons, and I said that I could still work with youth and still work with the women at the same time, who is under that youth umbrella. So I chose youth training, outreach, and recruitment. And from then, since it has just been history, I have won the votes the past three elections by more than 70% of the electorate voting for me. It has Mm -hmm. never dropped.
1: And who who exactly gets to vote um, those positions in? Who's doing the voting?
0: uh, Well, the voting is being done by one particular member from each UFAM in each Mm -hmm. country. So the if it's let's say the head of the country chooses one young person and they send up that one young person to vote so that one vote it's critical for the country because your country country puts that voting power in your hand to choose a young person who will well represent not only the region but that specific country in particular so then
1: you would be the vote for dominica for the other positions
0: Oh, no. So oh. if I'm, I'm I'm from Dominica and I'm running for the position, they mm-hmm. will send somebody else to vote, seeing that I am running for that position. No,
1: no, no. For other positions. Would you be the one voting for other positions? No. Oh. That
0: one person will vote for all the other all positions.
1: The positions. So okay. you would
0: have positions open as chairman, the two vice chairs, the general secretary slash PRO, and the treasurer. So mm-hmm. that one person will be picking. Five Makes people sense. to represent mm-hmm. their country, and mm-hmm. we have ten members' country, as I said. So mm-hmm. you have ten young people across the Caribbean region mm-hmm. voting for you, and it's 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 somewhat stressful mm-hmm. because at that one point you would have the power for about eleven months, and then that one month, which is the election month. You lose all that power and you have to go on something we call a politicking Mm -hmm. or your campaign Mm -hmm. and i call it whipping the votes (laughs) from the so-called british and american term so it's it's something that you have to develop an art in if you want people who don't know you to vote for you
1: right certainly certainly and it sounds like you guys are doing important work but can you tell us some of the projects that this organization does
0: uh, so we carried out a project in the form of a Let's Vote campaign within the region, and this project was a critical one, seeing that young people within the Caribbean region was not showing any interest in voting, seeing it is in local government or anything there about. So we decided that we would go around the region in educating them. But under that, I had the idea of why educate them when you can help build them. Mm -hmm. So I created a program, as I said, which is called the Building a Youth Fortress, where I traveled throughout the Caribbean region and went to critical islands such as Anguilla, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Dominica, and even as far as Turks and Caicos, And what I did was I sat down with each member, each executive and the members of their particular youth arm. And we discussed ways to build the youth arm, ways to help the elderly people in the community, because it's not only about the youth, ways to get more young people involved in community development, as well as holistically getting them involved as an individual, as well as, getting them on the right path as it pertains to school because there are many young people, believe it or not, within the Caribbean region who does not have access to schooling and the funding for schooling as well as many young people does not have the access to a proper meal, let's just say a breakfast or a lunch or even dinner. And that in itself was something that was really heartbreaking for me seeing that I grew up with my grandparents not having as much but then I would still have enough to help somebody else mm-hmm. so I'm like if if I don't have much and I can still help somebody else others can do it as well so this was a program that I carried out within the, the, the region within the member islands and it was very successful you know young people throughout the caribbean region they were very happy mm-hmm. for the assistance for the little help and it's nothing much to say we wanted uh, praises. As in, have it out in the media. I felt that the letters of thank you, the phone calls and the text messages were more than enough to show me that they were really happy with the program and was what was carried out within the region.
1: Good, good, excellent. So it sounds like you're doing some very important work. And of course, if you're just joining us, we're speaking to Mr... Um, Dupi, uh Luciano Dupi, Dupi. Um he's from Dominica, and he is the Deputy Chairman at the Caribbean Young Democratic Union. You know, I keep having to look at the notes because your title is so long.
0: <laughs> so it, it is long. It I want to make sure I
1: get it right. Now, are you guys doing, doing anything, especially in terms of like leadership development? Because coming from where you come from and having ascended to such an important role, are there opportunities for other young people to follow your footsteps as well, in terms of leadership, and not just leadership at your organization, but leadership in general?
0: So yes, what we do is that we tailor leadership courses, leadership trainings, and these trainings can be done in two ways. We meet on a specific island within the the member countries, And we invite at least one young person we see with that specific leadership quality who is promising, who can move forward as we speak. And we go through a, how should I say, a very tight schedule, a very tight three to four day schedule on leadership training, social media training, how do you carry yourself, proper etiquette, you know, um, debates and research training as well to help develop them. We even do leadership training for some of them who wants to be, let's just say, in leadership roles within the school, if they're still going to school or within the community, or just want to have that on-hand leadership knowledge that they could pass on when they go back home to certain individuals as well. So it's, it's not about just visiting the, the member island. It's mm-hmm. about getting more young people involved and have them open to the idea of being leaders within the Caribbean region as well.
1: Right, so you talk about representing Dominica, but is this the type of organization that is open to membership? Say I'm just a regular young person in Dominica and I wanted to be a part of this. Would I be able to just join the organization?
0: Well, uh, that in its sense would be uh, no and okay. i am trying to move away from that move away from that idea because a lot of young people are interested mm-hmm. and i tend to not stick to the political aspect of it within the organization and i am more of a i more approach it on a youthful aspect yes. so what i do is if we have a specific training that is not more tailored to a political thinking i would send the invitations out to different members within uh, the Dominica Youth, the National Youth Council, and they could have more young people join in. And we would do that within the other Caribbean islands as well. Mm -hmm. And we get more young people who are not part of the union to join in, to sit in and to engage, experience what we're giving to young people, what we're teaching to young people within the Caribbean region.
1: Oh, excellent, excellent. So, you mentioned the National um, Youth Council. So, do you collaborate with them as well as the youth division? Do you have some inputs? Because I have to tell you the it seems like the young people in Dominica, there's a crisis going on, especially with the young men and you hear a lot about the guns and the unemployment. So, do you coordinate at all with the youth council and youth development division?
0: As it pertains to coordination, in some Caribbean countries, it's being done mm-hmm. in Dominica. We have had setbacks um, because of the, the origin of the, the union and the union, which was created under the leadership of uh, MAMO, Miss Dame Eugenia Charles, our mm-hmm. past prime minister. Mm-hmm. and. It has been a setback for us, as I said, to work with Dominica and the National Youth Council. We have had roundtable discussions Mm -hmm. within the union on how to assist Dominica and the National Youth Council, as well as young men, because I have gone on a mission, so to speak, to encourage young men, and especially those who are ideal on the block. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is something that people don't like to see. But then, as I said, that we have to come down to the root of the problem. And I feel that we need some people, young people, within the leadership role within the National Youth Council to liaison with the youth department to help these young men and young women, sad to say, who are on the side of the streets. Because sometimes all they need, as I keep saying, is just someone to listen to them someone to guide them down the right path, someone to be there to assist them because they might be battling something that we don't even know about and they just want to talk to somebody about it to get it out and help them on that right path that they need to be on. So when it pertains to, 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 to working in coherence with the National Youth Council, it has been a task, as I said. Mm-hmm. And that task, it's, it's something that's detrimental because within the union, we can give assistance in underground work, in assisting young men, in helping them get back to, into school to get in a proper education, or even finding certain jobs for them, so that they could keep themselves occupied and not be into crime and violence and on the side of the road.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. And thank you for the very important work that you're doing, Luciana, because I mean, at your tender age, your maturity way is way beyond your years, I have to tell you. And I certainly see a bright future for you in this um, arena. So is your goal to spend a couple more years um, with this organization? Or would you eventually like to branch off and create all the knowledge you're gaining right now? Would you like to create something that has more direct impact for many Dominicans?
0: Well, for me, I'm a young person and I stick to the notion that power is not everything.
1: Mm-hmm. And in the
0: position that I have seen that it's, it's, a, it's a democratic process and democracy has to take precedence in this. I said that I would have only taken three years within the organization. It's three years. And I, am on my, I am on my third year and i'm going to stick by my word and as we speak i am in the process of i would not say grooming but preparing a successor for me when i leave to to take up that responsibility if elected within the position that is Uh, when i'm when i leave
1: this is another dominican person
0: Well, I would like it to be somebody from Dominica, so Dominica could hold a seat on that table as long as possible. But when I leave the organization, I have my eyes on school, on -hmm. education. But even if I have my eyes on education, I believe that studying, you need break. And there will come times when I have vacation and I want to go back home to put all what I have learned into practice. So I would like to go home to assist the young men on this side of the road. I would like to go back to my community of Portsmouth and in neighboring communities and villages as well, into the schools to help troubled young men, you know, help young people in leadership positions or young people who want to be in leadership positions, young people who have the capability of being good speakers, public speakers, but they're just shy help them to realize their ability, their talent that they have, and help them bring that out so they can, they can showcase their talent within the country and maybe even regionally if it calls for that.
1: Yes, certainly. And I know also that you're interested in pursuing law as a career. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
0: Yes, it, it, it has been a dream of mine while I was growing up. I was I loved cricket and I said that I wanted to be a professional cricket player. But then I... Told myself cricket. Really? <laughs> really? So then I, I, I ventured into the idea of being a politician. And I said that, you know, you want to help people. So I, I went down the road of thinking of becoming a lawyer. And I started to do my little research as it pertains to law, as it pertains to the constitution of the country, as it pertains to the matters that are being dealt with within the country. And I grew up in a community where, at the time, crime and violence was a little on the rise. Mm-hmm. And I didn't wanted the new generation that's coming forth to be subject to such things, seeing that there was two schools and a preschool within close proximity of where these crime and violence was going on. So I said that law would be the right idea and the right uh, dream for me as a young individual. And as I just said that, I am looking forward to education and that's what I applied for. at The UWE campus in Barbados, Cape Hill, as well as uh, UWE in Trinidad and Tobago as well.
1: Okay, so you're in the process of applying to those uh, schools? Yes, I am. Oh, excellent, excellent. And I think whatever you select, you are going to excel in it because you certainly have some uh, very good characteristics for any uh, path that you, choo- that you choose. And speaking of characteristics, what would you say are some characteristics, whether you were born with them or you learned them along the way, that you think um, has been factors in terms of your success? What are some of your characteristics that help you to well, succeed?
0: Well, as it pertains to characteristics, there were two that stood out that I did not even know that was there, uh, which one, which is the leadership that was hidden within me and I did not even know, mm-hmm. as well as the public speaking, which I have to sharpen. Everybody knows that you, with time, you, 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 you grow it, you, you sharpen it. And these two have gotten me very far because i would be able to hold a conversation not knowing anything on the topic with certain individuals but just listening and giving the critical feedback on the critical information that was said within those conversations that in itself had gotten me to certain areas like where i am now as well as the leadership because from since I got into volleyball back in second form in high school, it has just been leadership position after leadership position, even representing my country nationally in volleyball and heading the national team where I took national under-23 team, where I took them to victory. And it has just been uh, uphill for me in in those senses. Uh, but carrying along the way, I, have, I was much of a how should I say, the, 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 the fine talker, the smooth talker. So I would have to learn how to speak more gracefully uh, within different countries and islands. They would not understand seeing that I would speak so much of a strong Dominican accent. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to alter my accent, alter the way I speak so that more people anywhere that speaks English could understand what I'm saying. And these are the small things that, that I've, I've learned along the way, the characteristics. And it's, it's made me who I am today.
1: Yeah, certainly. And, I, and I, can, I can sense that very well. But what would you say to a young person who does not possess the leadership qualities that seem to have been innate in you? Because it seems like once you got one chance to be a leader, you just took it and just flew with it. So what would you say to a young person? It seems like you attribute two very important characteristics to your success, your innate ability to be a leader and your ability to learn, because you talk about um, learning to speak in a more refined way, but that really speaks to your ability to want to learn more. So what would you say to a young person who was not born with the innate leadership skills that you seem to have been born with?
0: I I, I I also I always tell young people, seeing that they may how should I say, not have confidence within themselves or just not have any ability or they have it and they don't know, mm-hmm. is that they should always observe. Observe yourself, know yourself, observe others, have role models models within Let's say your family, if not somebody that you look up to on TV, who's a role model for you and somewhat in leadership position. And you don't try to mimic, but you try to be better than that person. So you would see somebody and you're like, Oh, they speak very well. You find interest in that, you know, as the individual should try to learn how to speak better so you 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 take time to learn these things and as an individual you should always give yourself room for disappointment because disappointment is what builds you for your appointment and i keep telling myself that every single time i have a disappointment your disappointment builds you for your appointment and it's and it has built me to the position that i am now and there will be more disappointments for me but it's just going to build me more because why? When you observe, you learn from those disappointments.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, wow. also, I also found myself changing my circle, changing the friends. I didn't put them down, but I changed the times, that, the time that I gave them. So mm-hmm. if they would have gotten an hour, they now get half an hour. And I started to associate myself with more people who are articulate Mm -hmm. people who are more focused on a goal people who are more how should i say goal driven so to speak and with in that sense what it did for me it, it taught me how to be more goal driven how to work hard towards what you want how to listen to people who are smarter than you and not feel that you're being belittled because they are smarter than you and in that sense, it has taken me step by step. And right now, it's, it's where I'm now, as I keep saying. So these are the little things that 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 young people who are not confident in themselves, who feel like they can't. You know, my mother always tell me when I was like, Luciano, go do this. And I was like, but I cannot do it. She's like, what cannot is a boat? Mm-hmm. So I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So I'm, I'm like okay so she's like give it a try and you know when you give something a try within time you will get it and now we are in an age of technology where you give something a try and you know it's not working you go on youtube and you research it and you listen and one of my role models and i would say hands down is nelson mandela and barack obama and the key that brought me to the way I'm, I, I, I try to speak and try to articulate things is when Nelson Mandela taught Obama how to speak, mm. and that that I made did not sell. know this. Yes, there there is a video on YouTube, and sometime I could share it with you.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: he taught him how to speak as a young man, mm. and that time Obama was very young, and he wanted to meet Nelson Mandela, and. He was the last person there and he just could not because the time was up. You know, and and the guy at the door went to Nelson Mandela and told him, you know, young Barack is outside and Mandela brought him in and he asked Mandela the question and Nelson taught him how to speak the way that he speaks right now Mm -hmm. with that calm sense, that well-articulated sentences, those well-articulated sentences. And right now, Obama is one of the, 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 the people who I look up to when it pertains to, to speaking and articulation as well as a role model. And these two men has brought significant substance to my life, to understanding me and understanding who I am. Yeah, so,
1: certainly, and I, and I am certainly eating up everything that you're putting down because you're hitting so many nails on the head. Uh, but just in case anyone is joining us late, we are speaking to Mr. Luciano. Uh, Dupree, he is the deputy chairman at the Caribbean Young Democratic Union and he is just informing us of the characteristics that if young people do not possess them they should be working on to further their success. And Luciana again like I said I've just been eating up everything that you're saying because the importance of having role models. I think a lot of times we think of advancing our lives but we don't realize that the first thing that we have to change are the people that are surrounding us, especially once you start excelling, because I hate to admit it, but many times when you start excelling, the people in the circle that you're accustomed to will say, well, who do you think you are? Oh, now you think you're better than us? And I I love the way you said it, that you do not completely distance yourself from your original friends because they can you can still be friends with them but you limit the amount of time you spend with them in pursuit of spending time with people that you're aspiring to become so very beautifully said thank you so much
0: you're welcome um as as you're saying that i had a a flashback so to speak and within the union you know i was on my second term and you know, in the organization and any organization, any workplace, you will encounter certain troubles. And Mm -hmm. one person who I was very dear and close to, uh, they kind of advised me to do something which was very wrong. And out of morality and the code, and what I stood for, I I stood up and I spoke against it. And in a so-called meeting, to kind of settle off the dispute, you know, I was told that they were the one who made me, seeing that I seek advice in them to better myself. And they also said that in something of the tone of, you know, you could never be better than what you are right now. You're just going to be stagnant because I am not there. Uh, they also went on to tell me that all oh, the people who support you on Facebook don't think they are your supporters because mm-hmm. behind your back they will say X, Y, and Z. And that in itself, even though it was at a late age, it taught me that not everybody who smiles with you are your friend. And my grandmother always told me that, and I always used to laugh at it. But Mm -hmm. only now I experienced what it truly means. Mm -hmm. And not everybody you seek advice in going to give you the right advice for your benefit, but more so for their benefit, they will give you certain advice. And with that being said, we have to be cautious as to how we accept advice and from who we accept it. And how do we go carrying out that advice when it's given to us? So I'm a person who likes to seek three opinions. One from my mother, one from outside counsel, and one from myself. So.
1: That is a great idea. I love how you put that into perspective. So as we get ready to wind up and again, thank you so much for joining us today here on Untapped Potential. And thank you for being a very important voice for the young people um, in our society. And I think you have a great opportunity, not only just to be their voice, but to try to work on some ideas to, to help them to advance their lives. So if we wanted more information about um, the organization and more information about contacting you directly, how might we get in touch with you?
0: Well, as it pertains to the organization, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We, you could find us on Facebook at Caribbean Young Democrat Union, CYDU, as well as Instagram, and twitter as it pertains to contacting me as an individual i will go there and i will give you my personal whatsapp number which
1: oh thank you
0: (laughs) which (laughs) everybody can access me because i feel that as an individual you should have time for people who are in need so my personal whatsapp number which is my dominican number is one seven six seven two seven seven three three one four and you could always call me or message me via WhatsApp, or you could get me at my personal email, which is Luci L-U-C-H-I-D-U-P-U-I-S at gmail.com. And you could just hit me up anytime. I am somebody who don't sleep too much. So I would always have a prompt response to an email when, when it is sent. Once I am not caught up in any youth engagement as it pertains to the organization or otherwise.
1: Yes, and I will certainly attest to that because as soon as I, I text you, you know, I was, uh, Mr. Loftus Dura was gracious enough to forward your phone number to me. And as soon as I sent you that text, I was like, oh, okay, he responded already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, That's so- I hate to leave text messages unanswered. So, because you never know what might be important, what might be waiting. So I like to just glance it if it pops up on my watch, I just watch it and see, okay, it's an important message. Let me give it a, a listening ear
1: Yes, and thank That's you so much for, for being readily available. And I'm sure you will be getting a lot of um, maybe contacts from some young people who are just seeking a little bit of direction. And as we get ready to wrap up, do you have any final words for us today?
0: Uh, let me answer you first. As it puts into young people, as I said, I'm always open to them so they could message and I will always give a listening ear I advise them on the best way forward. If I have certain contacts and linkages I could use yes. to get any assistance and help to them, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're as we about to leave, first off, I want to say thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for taking the time off and the questions and them. It was not what i was expecting i was more shocked that i got this in-depth question that i could express and speak on on certain things that i i don't speak on on as much as we about to depart on 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 this show i know that there are young people who are going to be listening and as i like to tell them is that never ever ever give up I have been in certain positions where I thought of even suicide. Oh, and it sad. has been a downhill battle for me. Okay. And most times it has turned into an uphill battle, but nevertheless, the battle was still there to fight. And as I keep saying, if you choose to give up, how many people are you going to hurt? Mm-hmm. Starting with yourself when you give up in life there's always a place for you no matter what you choose or you choose to do it what and given that it's right there's always a place for you and there's always somebody who can listen and advise you on the best way forward some young people feel that they have been advised and nothing has been done if nothing has been done now it's your time to get up and start to clear the pathway for yourself seeing that no one will be there to assist you not everybody is born with a golden spoon in their mouth i was not born with one and as i said my family was not one that was really fortunate as it pertains to my mother yes my uncles and aunties may have had but that's not my mother and my mother is to look after her children and when she went to seek better life for us in assistance you know, I had to take up the mantle and I had to stand up on my two feet and say that you need to work for yourself because no one is not going to do it for you. And when you can accept that you have to work for yourself and get things done, then and only then you will see the true potential that you're capable of. So I just want the young people who are listening as well as parents and guardians who are listening to this to always give their children or their nieces, nephew, or family members, neighbors, not listening here and advise them on the best way forward. Always be one to listen and not quick to judge them on certain things that they speak to you about.
1: Yeah, so. certainly, and, and, and thank you for sharing such a personal account and I'm so happy that you didn't give up and you were able to dig, to dig deep and that you're still with us. And not only are you with us, but you are excelling. And you know, what you said resonated so well with me because it speaks about not having the world define you because there's so much out there in the world, you know, for impressionable young people telling them you should be this way, you should dress this way, you should speak this way. And it's just wonderful to meet someone like you, who stands on his own two feet, you're comfortable in your skin, you know what you stand for, you didn't have that other person sway you, and (laughs) you have a bright future ahead of you. I can't wait to see what you will do.
0: Thanks very much. Uh, It will be soon enough. Facebook tells it all, that's why I run everything to keep my viewers intact with what I'm doing to be transparent as well in everything. So you will see it on Facebook, you will see it on Instagram, And I just look forward to having more young leaders within the region, more young people bringing their ideas forth to develop, not only Dominica, but to develop the region. Um, Because, you know, we are in an age where global warming is something that's very detrimental to us. Mm -hmm. So we need new ideas as to how are we going to get past these things. And I just look forward to it. And as I said, again, I want to thank you for having me on the show. Uh, I like your background because I like lighting. Oh, I thank know. you. <laughs> it looks so I...
1: And of course, I you know, for our right radio now. audience, I will put the video <laughs> up so you can see what uh, Luciano is talking about. Just, But just wanted a quick thing. How might we find you on Facebook? You gave the organization, but how do we find oh, you, you on it's Facebook? It's very
0: simple. It's very simple. I'm not a young person to go put... Uh, uh, how do they? How the young people do it this days? It's swagger or... Or some kind of thing. No, it's it's straightforward. It's my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I chose my adoptive father's name, uh, which is still my name, uh, which is Sherlock Luciano Devin Dupi. Straightforward. Mm-hmm. All my names are there, first name and surname. So you find me at Sherlock Luciano Devin Dupi, and I'm right there on Facebook, and it's all to see. I'm yes, sometimes yes. funny on the book. I'm sometimes you know somewhat sad just to keep the people engaged and to give them a sense of unity and love
1: yes well it was certainly nice meeting you and and getting to know you luciano and we will be in touch
0: it was nice meeting you as well and we will be in touch you are listening
1: to untapped potential with dr simone Luciano, you are wise beyond your years. And for me, what struck out in terms of what we discussed, what Luciano and I discussed, is just the fact that even at the age of 25, he's already reaching back into his community to see, for example, how he can reach out to the young men on the block who are sitting idly, not making any strides to move their lives forward. And I'm hoping that is something that he and I and other young people can work on an opportunity to reach those, the young people who are idle, who have no plans for their lives, who have no goals for their lives. So Luciano, again, I'm looking forward to staying in touch with you, to see what you will do with all your important goals and to work with you to reach back. To all the young people who need some motivation and some inspiration. So thank you again for being that inspiration for so many young people. And of course, um, you know, we wanted to talk today about youth development. So, you know, we all know this is a very trying time for us as adults. And of course, it is also a trying time for our young people. So whether you have children or not, we know that many young people are suffering. As a matter of fact, it's an unfortunate statistic, but the suicide rate for young people has gone up in recent times because I think they simply do not see an end to the crisis. They may have had underlying issues such as depression or anxiety. So we have to keep a close eye on our young people. And one of the ways I am doing so with Sophia is we are simply going for nice long walks. And by doing so, well, I'm hoping to accomplish two things. First, get some exercise, very important, right? And then I also just want to hear what's on her mind. And I think for many of us as parents, we feel the obligation to ask our children questions. Oh, how are you feeling? What's going on? But can I tell you, it is just as efficient if you just allow your children to speak. So we will just go for nice long walks, Sophia and I, and sometimes if Paul is not working, he can join us as well. And I simply just let her speak her mind. She's nine years old. She has her own opinions. She has her own thoughts, her own feelings. And I simply let her pour her little heart out. And you will be amazed the things that she talks about, the things that, her, her concepts of what is going on. In the world. And I try not to, you know, impose my opinion. On top of hers, I simply give her the opportunity to vent, to express herself, and I think that she feels so much better after we have our nice long talks and our nice long conversations. And I also think it is so important to give our children a reason to smile right now. So at home, we spend a lot of time, well, the time that we have when she's not working on schoolwork, just simply enjoying funny movies, funny finding a reason to laugh, a reason to smile, a reason to engage. So I think now more than ever, even when we are juggling everything that we're juggling, we need to keep an eye on our children. And we also need to be mindful of the influences that are impacting our children. You know, if a lot of the kids being at home right now, there has certainly been a greater consumption of material on the internet. So YouTube videos, Netflix videos, gaming, right? So we have to be very mindful of the influences. And I just thought I would take a stab at it. So I asked Sophia yesterday on Monday, Sophie, who is your role model? And I simply wanted to hear what her thoughts were. And she said, you know, mommy, I like this actress whose name is Sky. You may not be familiar with her. She's uh, probably about 18 years old and she acts in movies such as Bunked and some other um, kid-friendly movies. And I asked her, why is she a role model? And she said simply because she's a wonderful actress. She does not get involved in any drama on social media. And she is just, you know, she's a, a black, um, kid like Sophia and she's just a positive spirit and I was so happy to hear that because I think for us we are so busy we might not be tuned in to exactly what is going on in our children's work world as it relates to the internet and I know for example one of the things that my brother and his wife do is that they have filters on their kids um, uh, devices which only allows certain programming to enter into their iPads and their their tablets. So it kind of curtails what they're able to watch and what they're able to consume. So that might be a thought, just, you know, we're all busy with life and we may not have the time to pick in and see what they're doing, but just having those parental monitors installed on your children's iPads and devices is a great way to ensure all those negative influences are not infiltrating their lives. So just some thoughts on the idea of how our children are doing during this time. And I hope that you found the information helpful and that you will be able to impact some of that information in your kid's life. So it's already time for us to wrap up. You know, the time goes by very quickly. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me for yet another episode of Untapped Potential. And we will continue next week, as always, right here on TDN Radio. 5.30 Eastern Time, uh, Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. So I look forward to you joining us next week. And again, we will have another inspiring guest. As a matter of fact, I've been doing this Facebook Lives with some of our uh, Calypso Kings and Calypso Queens. And I think it may be a good idea to just bring some of that material from Facebook to this program so you can get a sense of some of the challenges and some of the successes that our uh, folks involved in Carnival have experienced. So I might do that next week just to sort of change things up and have actually a couple of people on at a time. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to journeying on with you. And as always, we are really super excited when you refer guests to the program. And it just occurred to me with the new year Freshly started. I would really love for us to have a nutritionist join us on this program. So if you know a nutritionist, or if you are a nutritionist, we would love to have you come on the program and just tell us about simple changes we can make to our diet, to our nutrition, to feel better, to be stronger, and just to start the year off right. And I do have someone in mind, I have to tell you, (laughs) I do have someone in mind, but unfortunately, I think some of her approaches are just so extreme that I don't think she's a good fit for our program. As you know, if you listen to this program often, I am a huge fan of making simple changes, simple changes that we can incorporate into our lives that make it easier for us to accomplish our goal. So again, if you or anyone you know is a nutritionist, please send me an email at pushpast10 at gmail.com. So P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10 at gmail.com. And of course, if this was your first time joining the program, we're very happy that you took the time to be with us today. And we look forward to making you a regular on this program, a regular listener to this program. And for all the information you need to know about what we do right here on the program, you can simply visit us at pushpast10.com. So that is h p p a s c Oops, <laughs> I'm forgetting my website. P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T the number 10.com for all the information you need to know about what we do here to check out the past podcast, to check out some of the videos. And of course, I'm going to have the video of Luciano's interview, the link to that video on my website. So thank you again for being here. Thank you again for being a part of this program. I look forward each and every week to being with you, to being in your company and to exchanging ideas. And of course, don't forget to check us out on social media, Push past 10 on Facebook is the best way to reach me. And we want to once again, thank our sponsor Peregrine Care Management for their generous support of this program. So again, As we come to the end of the program, don't forget to tap into your potential every day. Remember, your life story is your strength. So remain positive, remain engaged, remain active until we meet again right here next week at the same time, 5.30 Eastern Time on TDN Radio. You have yourself a wonderful week. Take care.